0: the Sister Stories podcast. Uh, this podcast's aim is to marvel at God's sovereignty over each of our lives as women and to encourage one another by sharing our stories. My name is Sophie and today I'm joined by Ting Ting. Thanks. Hello. Um, so first of all, Ting Ting, can you tell us uh, who you are?
1: Sure. Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Tingting, Ting and I'm married to Steve. We've got two children and I'm from Beijing, China. Great.
0: And what do you do?
1: Uh, I used to work for Shell and that's how I met Steve. Mm. Um, then since we got married and then we got kids, so I stopped working. But at the mm. same time, I was doing the, I did my, another degree for teaching Chinese as a second language. Wow. And then after that, I've been just teaching in Singapore and in Beijing. And here I'm teaching in a Chinese school as well.
0: Oh, excellent. Great. Um, so we're going to be talking about your journey to faith, uh, in Jesus Christ. But can you tell us, first of all, about your family background and how you were brought up? Uh,
1: yes, sure. So, um, my, uh, my dad's part, they are, um, it's my, especially for my grandfather. He's a communist party member okay. and he's very traditional, very, you know, very, uh, conservative mm-hmm. about Christian, about the Western culture. But on the other hand, my mom's part, they are um none of them are party member. And because um because my the other so my mom's father is a businessman and during the Cultural Revolution, my mom's family got quite a bit suffered mm-hmm. because um so my mom's a teacher, my eldest auntie is a doctor, so everyone who were educated
0: mm-hmm.
1: got Punished basically during the Cultural Revolution, right. so my mom and dad are quite different and um, but I think back to that history for people married to someone who has this we call it red background or the you know the red oh, it's, family yes. it's kind of like um it's a trend you know mm-hmm. so yeah, so that's that's my mom and dad and but my grandmother and my mom said uh they are Christians.
0: Mm, yeah right okay was that was that an influence in your life when you were a child?
1: I think definitely uh I remember when I was um ten or eleven years old, I think they were under the under house church underground mm, church yes, so there's a priest that went to my auntie's place to give a sermon, and my mom took me there, mm. and I was so interested, even mm-hmm. though i don't really understand a lot, but I was quite interested. Um, and on the way, actually, on the way to the journey, it's kind of miracle happened. So back to the 80s, uh, people don't really have car. They, they so my mom went there by bicycle, and I was I sat at the back. Mm-hmm. Then some accident happened, and I fell off. But my head was landed on the edge of the pavement, and it was quite dangerous. My mom was quite worried. Mm-hmm. But then for some reason, I felt something really. I was not hurt, and yeah. something was. You know, I told my mom is like really soft under my head, something, and it's just a kind of miracle. But yes. that is on the way to my auntie's place,
0: mm. yeah. Okay, so, um, would your so you said your mom would bring you to these services? Uh, did she have a
1: belief in God uh, herself? Would you say she eventually become a Christian? Um, she, well, she passed away in 2008 because mm. of cancer, yes. um she eventually become a Christian just like two months before. Wow. She's always listening, but she never really committed herself mm. to Jesus, which is really sad. Yeah. Um, even after I was baptized as a Catholic and I was trying to bring my mom to the church and everything, um, but it seems not... She, she thought Christian is all about law, mm. so she wasn't ready to commit to herself. Yeah. Um, but definitely the family she always brought me to church she very supportive uh supportive when I went to the church or I helped with the church um so definitely I think it's yeah has influence on me wow that's yeah. it, it's amazing isn't it how maybe someone who
0: doesn't seem that committed would bring you along and, yeah. and you would become committed to the church in some way and then that influence is her back, yes, anyway. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. Yeah. Great. Um, so that was all in China, wasn't it? That's all in Beijing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So then you said you went to Singapore at some point.
1: Can you tell us a little bit, um, what happened in your life, um, afterwards? Sh- yeah? Sure. So, um, Steve and I got married, uh, 2010. And, mm-hmm. um, after that, we left for The Hague in, in the Netherlands and we stayed there for about six months. Then Steve got a short term contract back to Singapore that's how we started our life in Singapore and again it's just the contract is being extended so eventually we stayed in Singapore for 7 years mm. so both of the kids were born there so when I was in Singapore again every time when I went to a new place a new country I always want to find a church first mm. so that's what we did as well in Singapore but back then I was still a Catholic yes. and what I found about like uh, the Catholic Church. We do not have like what we have in Cornerstone, like Bible study mm-hmm. or home group. So I was this feel um, period of my life. I was very hungry for 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 spiritual food. Mm-hmm. Want to learn more, but it's for, I just don't don't have that. I don't yes. I, the church. The church doesn't re- really apply for that. Mm-hmm. And I do remember like when we went to the Catholic Church. The, at the end of the service, the, the priest will stand at the entrance of the church, shook hands with everyone, then everyone left. Mm. So we don't know the name. The the priest didn't know our name. We don't know each other's name. And so it's more like a uh, racial, just yeah, went to the church yes. on Sunday, received the communion, left. That's yes. all I, I felt. So I don't feel any spiritual growth. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then what happens is gradually, I... I start to get drifted away mm. because of you know other things. When I got young babies and there's no family around, I got busy. Mm. Then it's just yeah, yeah. Uh, get me away from the church. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's right. If you if you go to a church that encourages people to just consume things and they they don't get to be involved more than that, mm. then it's very easy to drift away, isn't it? Indeed. Um, I really wonder how. So you you've talked about. Already attending Bible studies from a really young age and being interested in that. I wonder how much you understood of the gospel back then. Would you say you had some understanding or not at all as a child?
1: I, I think I was too young to really understand it. And, but I always believed that since I was very little, even until now, I always love staring at the sky, especially the blue and the white. I just love it. I always thinking, there is a creator i believe that mm-hmm. every time i see um i remember the first time when i stood on the beach somewhere in the countryside of beijing and i even cried because i feel it's so amazing the scenery is it, it, so big mm-hmm. you know i was so little you, you feel it's, there's so much to to comprehend to yes. comprehend mm-hmm. so i i i feel like i always Feel there's a God there. There's a creator there. So I didn't really understand the Bible completely, but I do believe there's a creator. Mm-hmm. There's a God. Um, yeah. So when I was a child, indeed, I, I don't, I didn't really understand fully, but I'm glad to hear how, you know, ge- especially the ge- Genesis, the creation of the world. Yes. And it's, it's kind of like, uh, apply to what i believed before mm. someone tell me how the world yeah become you observed it it. i observed yeah. it and be oh yeah. there was a god so I, i'm always right so so that's always make me feel very touched mm. um but yes so that's that's yes. my yeah
0: yeah i'm curious how sorry i'm going backwards a little mm. bit uh but i'm curious how you you came to go to a catholic church and not another type of church. Um, I wonder whether maybe in China, the Catholic Church is a little bit more visible and present. I, is that the case?
1: Yeah, I think the Catholic Church is definitely very active mm. to compare with the Protestant Church. Mm. And uh, saying that, like all my, father, my aunties, they they are Protestant. But I went to the Catholic Church because, again, they have so many activities for young people, um, like The reason I went there is because my mom's, my mom is a musical teacher and she had a student, um, who is doing the piano in the Catholic church and they had this English lesson. And so it's basically all this uh, volunteer giving their free time to do the lesson. So that's why I joined them. And then, of course, during, take this opportunity, the priest trying to Spread the gospel to the, all these young people and welcome to, to join the church. And that's how I become, become a um, uh, Catholic. Mm, yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Um,
1: okay. Can you tell us
0: a little bit about how you came to be in the UK, actually? Because I think that was quite recently,
1: wasn't it? Yes. So we came back to UK 2020 in February. And this is when the COVID started in China. And we thought we just came back for three weeks, get you know get away for get this past for the safety of the the children. Then we'll, we would eventually would go back, mm. and then we didn't expect this to become a pandemic. Then there's mm. always um reasons, and you know it's a long story basically. But it's a bit like the the sermon that um uh, Ben gave last Sunday, you know. We make the plan, but God established every steps. And indeed, that's exactly happened to us. We really want, we really wanted to go back, actually, because our job is there. Kids' school is there. Um, to come here is just brought forward our plan to be back to UK, but we're, we were not ready. Mm-hmm. So physically and, you know, emotionally, I didn't even say goodbye to all my family mm-hmm. when I left. Um, so yes, but for some silly reasons, uh, all kinds of reasons, like Steve couldn't get a visa back or we couldn't get the flight. And one example, like we, because we knew the flight was really difficult from back, uh, from UK back to Beijing. So we booked a field, a different set. And there's one is transition in Singapore. Just one day before we, uh, we should fly, yeah. then Singapore immigration stopped all transition. So it just like Ben said, you know, you open the door, you think, oh, here, here I can go out from here. Then boom, it's closed. Yes. Then another one, boom, closed. So then I've been praying a lot because I really want to know what's going on. Uh, especially there's so much, um, there there were so many uncertainties in our life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it is amazing how God brought you here. And uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit what cornerstone what being in cornerstone changed in your life but i think we we don't see it when it happens we mm-hmm. get frustrated or oh it's not what i wanted and and it must be quite um distressful as well for you to not have been said been able to say goodbye to people as well but even in that god brings a blessing or yeah. he brings us where he wants us to be so can you tell us a little bit about what
1: it has changed for you to be in cornerstone uh, yes, I think the Cornerstone family definitely changed me and changed all of us, my mm-hmm. kids, even Steve, uh, who still doesn't believe in Jesus yet. Yes. But I, I, I have the confidence one day he will, um, mm-hmm. bow down his knee in front of Jesus. Um, um, I think, so it, it's kind of like miracle again to find Cornerstone because when we move back to Kingston um I've been just praying that God please help me to find the church mm. and I've been wrong before, and I don't want to get on the wrong path again because I do not have much time left mm. you know and I think um it's it's not we don't have many I'm forty this year i don't we don't have many years you know yes. to waste mm. so um yeah, I've been praying and um so one day I, I I knocked the door and some of the of our church family already heard the story, you know, I knocked the door, bent opened the door, and welcomed us and I said, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. This guy's so so kind, saying we'll look for us, you know, we'll he's so yeah. it made me feel so personal, like like really treat me as a family. Yes. Not like when I go to Catholic church, we don't know each other, we don't know the priest, the priest doesn't know didn't know us either. Yeah. Um then when we joined the Cornerstone Church and I see there's so much going on, there's so many opportunities for people to hear the gospel mm. and people really devoted themselves, their time, their effort to help to spread the word for the kids, for adults. So we were really touched, even for my husband who doesn't who always thought um Christian he has this impression about Christian are quite Oh, what's the word? I can't, I can't remember. Means they feel better. They feel better than anyone else. Mm. Yeah, they feel superior. They maybe. feel superior. Yeah, that's, that's his, his impression. Mm. But when he joined Cornerstone, he didn't see that. Mm. He said, these people are amazing indeed. And he, he wanted to help too, you know, sometimes. And he came to the church every Sunday mm. and he loved to listen to the sermon. So he's, he's all very, it's big change to all of us. The kids love the church as well. Mm-hmm. And what also, um, the media fast that week really inspired me. Yeah. And I start from the 6.30, the Zoom session until <laughs> during, through the, the whole day and until the evening when all family get together and talk up, learn the word of, yeah. of, of the Bible. And it's, it's, I, for that whole week, in, quite intense, I think, mm-hmm. but I feel so, um, you know, so inspired. Yeah. And since then, I started, uh, every week we'll do a family preaching, not preaching, but you know, on the Zoom, uh, not in a, in a kind of like a, a, an app like Zoom. We have this uh, meeting with yes. my back to my Chinese family right. and I will find, uh, I will look for some sermon in Chinese, mm. share the gospel with them. Oh, that's amazing. I'm doing this every week and it's been, going for about two months Wow.
0: and would you say that they are willing to hear it, it it's
1: a, it's quite interesting journey because um at the beginning they were really um keen to listen to it and uh but they joined in for different reasons for example my dad and he said oh it's just nice to see all of you on the same screen <laughs> that's the main reason he joined and, and at the beginning, he probably even falling asleep, you know, on the halfway. Mm. Um, but now he even challenged me. I remember last week we had two hours and 20 minutes. He even challenged me when we talk about the love of Jesus. He died and he forgave people. And he said, who would be able to do that? That's God, right? We cannot do that. He started even challenge, <laughs> even to, die, to raise questions. It's amazing because I can understand our preachers. Mm. The, the, it's like a one-way communication. Yes. If you hear the, the the audience has no feedback or or fi- feedback, it's sometimes quite um, disencouraging, really. Mm. Uh, so I, that's what happened at the beginning. Nobody said anything. Yes. I'm the only one saying all the all the sermon. Uh, listen to the to the pastor saying something. When I ask them the questions, they are just quiet. Mm. But now they start to give me feedback what they want to listen yes why is this why jesus is so loving mm. how we cannot do it because because that's god so they're asking we have some discussion yeah. involved that's really encouraging to see yeah it is
0: yeah. and it's interesting again how because your family they, they want to see you so they're drawn to joining you but then it becomes something else isn't it it's not just about seeing you which is lovely obviously but it is about actually finding out who is Jesus and who is God and, mm-hmm. and that Jesus is God and, you know, understanding that. So that's amazing, isn't it? Uh, and that must be really encouraging for you as well. Yeah. Yes.
1: It's, it's really, I also, it's very comforting that, you know, I think we're living in a very turbulent world today. Mm-hmm. And the politics in China, I think, um, you know, it's, it's not going, the, the country start to close again. So to be honest, I don't really know when we're able to see my dad, mm. when he's able to get out, you know, like before travel around the world. We don't know when life will be back to normal. Yes. It's quite um sad to think about that. Mm. Um, but I, I told my family in Jesus, you know, we have hope. Mm. So, you know, we have memory to look back. That's our past. But for the future, it is really comforting to know there's something you could look forward to. You have a hope, mm. you know, you, ha- you have a hope in your heart. Um, I told my family that my mom passed away, but now I think I think about my mom, I'm not feeling that sad anymore. Of course, I miss her, for sure, every mm. day. Definitely, you know, I want, wish that the kids see their grandmother. Mm. She could teach them piano. But all this will not happen. But I have a hope that one day we'll get united with her, mm. you know. Um And this is the same thing to my father. I said, when you start to think about really important questions in your life, mm. about, you know, about love and death, these kind of questions.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's really important, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, great. Thank you so much for sharing up. That's really encouraging, actually. Um, so I want to move on to maybe a bit of a closer time mm-hmm. and especially this last couple of years. Is there anything in particular that you feel you have learned, um, in this last year,
1: let's say, roughly? Uh, yes, I think there, there are two things, uh, I've learned. First of all, uh, I think, as I said, because of my Catholic background, I didn't have that, um, like cornerstone church. We have these many opportunities to learn the gospel or the personal um, contact with each other within the family church. Then I drifted away. As you mm-hmm. said, it's very easy to drift away because you have, the, you know, your busy life mm-hmm. and the temptation from the world. Definitely, it's quite quite powerful. I have to say, yes. it's difficult to recede sometimes. So if you don't have the the church, you know, as your family, very easy to get lost, Mm -hmm. like the lost sheep. So I think two things really important. So number one, we should always connect to the to the body of Christ. Yes, always be part of the church, always involved with the church family, Mm -hmm. and the second is, leave trust in the Lord Mm -hmm. that. Trust that every everything he, he's in control, not us. I think this this COVID is taught every one of us a great lesson about that. Um, yeah, that's the two lessons, important yes. lessons I've learned.
0: Ah, oh, that's great. Thank you. And um if you had to give some advice to younger
1: Christians, what would you say to them? Nothing new. Just as <laughs> I said, <laughs> be part of the church family. Second is always trust the Lord, mm. and like the sermon said brought your plan to the Lord discuss it with him trust everything in his hand um, because he is sovereign he has higher wisdom than than us he can see much further than than we could yes mm. that's 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 it
0: oh, thank you so much Ting Ting uh, thank you, you for sharing your story uh, with us today uh, that's all for today's episode of Sister Stories but join us again next time